Hello, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode 129 of FLA Exposure, uh, brought to you by our friends over in England and soon to be here in Canada and Envisage Sport pre-workout coffee. Give it a try, folks. Delicious and uh, available in bulk quantities. We have one right there, uh, 10 packs or singles over here. Um, yeah. Give it a try. Check it out. Anyway, we got a great show lined up here tonight. Uh, we're going to bring on one of my good buddies here from the scene. He competed for lots of events uh, in the past, MMA, jiu-jitsu, other things as well. He's a black belt, super talented guy, but also a very, very good friend of mine and, and a guy who's done a lot for the East Coast scene here. He's, uh, you know, he's probably one of those guys on, on uh, if you counted five people in the East Coast scene that everybody loves and could not say a bad word about, it may be even three. He'd be probably top three. So let's bring him on, folks. Uh, we want to chat about this event. Uh, I know he's uh, not probably super happy with his performance, but he, in, in my opinion, he, he should always hold his head high. He has certainly nothing to ever be ashamed of. He's a super talented guy, and he always does great work. So let's bring him on. John Williams. How are you, buddy? Hey, how are you? Awesome, man. Not bad at all. Not bad. Hanging in here. Hanging in. Awesome. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. We obviously we tried to get you on here before and I screwed up and uh, I I basically screwed up. So it didn't happen. Uh, so thanks for your patience and coming back, man. And uh, thanks again for competing. Uh, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, you've competed in a ton of my events, man, and uh, events in general. But well, how did you feel like, you know, I, I saw your post and I feel the exact same way, I, even though I wasn't backstage, but similar feelings. Yeah, no, it, it was definitely good to get back uh, after like a whole year of nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it was really hard at the start of the pandemic when we were locked up that I had a, a bit of, uh-oh. Well, it's all right. We kind of lagged there. Yeah, hold on. Are yeah, we still on? Yeah, yeah, you're still good. Derek? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, you're good. Uh, can't hear me. Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at the start of the, the, the lockdown there, I kind of like was feeling a little depressed cause it was like a time of uncertainty. I wasn't sure if, uh, if I was going to be able to do jujitsu ever again. Right. It was looking, uh, let alone compete. And uh, things start to loosen up and, you know, I started to get back into it. Um, and then a few events started to pop off. Uh, Rogue was the first one that had their event and, you yeah, know, started to job. get excited. And uh, my mindset was uh, it's now or never, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm 33 and, uh, you know, I really want to, I really want to give a good effort at competing. So, I, I really took this event seriously in the sense that uh, I, I trained every day. I try to focus on my diet, drinking lots of water, yeah. uh, doing yeah. sober October and stuff. And, um, you know, it, it didn't go my, my way. It, it was actually kind of a shit performance, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not giving up. You know, there's still... I still have an event for November and I'm going to keep on grinding all the way into 2021 and nice. try to do as much events as I can. Nice. And that's the right attitude, man. That's why I love you, man. Like you're just that the consummate competitor, right? Win or lose, win or learn. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't like that. You just smile and move on. Right. And that's what I kind of, I love about, like there's lots of things I, I dislike about jujitsu, but <laughs> there's, there's way more that I love. And man, like to have the feeling of those events and seeing everybody together, is just something about it, man. Yeah. No, uh, I shared it on my Facebook, uh, but one moment that, uh, that was really cool was, uh, they, uh, they had the UFC fight like right before we went on and, um, UFC, although I don't really follow it that much these days, it does have a, yeah. a special place in my heart because I was into that like when like ba barely anyone knew what it was. And it, it really helped me uh, get through the lockdown and stuff because it was the only uh, 
Yeah. Only event that was going on, the only sport that was going on. Mm-hmm. So um, we all we all went into our separate groups, and one person in that group had their phone out, and we were watching the fight together. And you could hear like little ooh ahs, like in different groups. And uh, you know, after the fight had uh, finished, we all clapped and cheered, and then went went into uh, competition mode afterwards. Yeah. But it was. It was a cool moment to share with people that, uh, you know, share the same passion that I do, mm-hmm. even though they may be rivals or opponents. We're still, yeah. we're still brought together, you know? That's exactly it, man. And the level of sportsmanship and, like, just respect for one another, man. Like, that's what I love about this because you know yourself, man, how much I struggle with competing. So when I can see people go in and do it, it just, it, it's amazing to me and everyone, how you can compete super hard and then be like, yeah, you know, like that's, yeah. I love that. I love that, man. And I'm getting, I'm getting better, you know, like competing against you was a big step for me, man. And you just keep going, man. You just keep, like you said, you know, keep putting yourself out there, dude. And let's yeah. talk about the, or sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that like the mental aspect, uh, at least for me, and I, I think everybody, everybody has like a little bit of nerves and a little bit of anxiety for yeah. it, but it does get a little bit easier. The more you do it, and, you know, it's just like anything else. It's, it's practice, it's repetition and mm-hmm. yeah. with repetition, and it, you adjust to it. Yeah. And well, and that's it. And, and without putting yourself out there, you're not going to be able to adjust. Right. So yeah, it's a, I remember, man, you were the first guy I called for this tournament. The first number one pick. You're the first guy, so it's uh, yeah. Man, it's, there, there'll be lots in the future. Where I, th- I know John and I, you know, MMA is our focus, and like we spoke a little bit off um, off the record, I guess. But yeah, MMA is our focus. The plan is for this year. Uh, that's that's still our plan. So anyway, let's talk about the submission kumite. Um, the the first, you know, we can talk about the matches maybe one by one if you want or or whatever. But, yeah, sure, uh, sure. Did did you get a chance to watch Jericho and uh, Cam? Yeah, I, I watched it uh, backstage, and I also watched it once when I got home. Um, right. It was a really good match. Uh, both uh, competitors spent a good portion of the, the match like uh, in the standing clinch against the cage. It really looked like uh, Jericho got the advantage in that, and I think a takedown occurred. And after that, uh, there were some good scrambles. Yeah, there was. Um, Cameron uh, had a good heel hook and armbar attempt, but it was uh, Jericho at the end got a nice transition with an armbar. It looked like Cameron was going to get out. He rolled out of it, but uh, when he rolled out, he went into the armbar, and then he had to. He was forced to tap. Dude, that was an amazing fight to start the night. Like, what a great match! Like, great action. it was very high pace. Like Jericho, Jericho brings a certain type of energy that um, uh, it, it kind of reminds me of the of Christian. When he, when I'm rolling with him, Christian's just all over the place, and uh, that, Jericho that, being the MMA fighter that favors wrestling. Man. Yeah, and conditioning, right? So I hate those guys that have 58 abs. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to have that when I was fighting, but uh, I, I'm just starting to get my abs back now. Just it, right. it's in the morning time. I see it in the morning time when I flex. <laughs> but <laughs> let me know what they're like when you find them. I've yet to find them. Yeah, so. yeah. Someday, I promised myself <laughs> I'd be in the best shape of my life by the time I turned forty, and I and I I think I certainly am. I turned forty in September. I certainly feel as good as I've ever had, but. You know, abs are nice. They're not in my. They're not in my forte. Um, but yeah, I was man. I thought Cam actually, or I thought something. I thought someone broke their arm, or something, because like I was sitting right there and it was just a like crack, crack, crack. But I don't. I don't know. No one obviously got hurt, or no one said anything. Boys are tough as hell. So like, no one's gonna. Say oh that. yeah. It was sometimes not- you can. Uh, sometimes you can take a few pops and um, and it, it it's okay. It's usually like um, like uh, when 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 you get a pop and it hurts immediately afterwards. That's a that's usually injury, and uh, yeah. it's usually like a sprain uh, that's sustained. 
but yeah. Goes purple, I guess, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, it depends on the, the degree of the sprain, usually. Like, if you have a third-degree sprain or uh, uh, yeah. the the ligaments that attach the joints uh, uh, get teared completely, you'll get some bruising around uh, the area. We got a question for you. I don't know who this person is fucking around here, but we'll pull them up anyway, asking if you'd grapple a naked Russian bear bring east and west together. <laughs> I don't know who that person is. But. Together. Um, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to do with that. I I, I don't know about naked, but I'll grapple anyone. <laughs> Let's do it, Nadia. I like it. Um, <laughs> what is this? Who was the second match? Um, Abdel and Ken. Second match. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah, that was uh, another good match. I talked to Ken Beaton uh, backstage, and he had uh, he had uh, Adele and a few heel hooks there. One good one, and he said, "Oh man, John, his his knee popped bad." The inside heel hook, and too. yeah, but uh, also from hearing Gavin Tucker and also Ben talk, apparently he does that all the time in training. He just lets his shit pop and then gets out. Um, he was really good at slipping heels and yeah. uh, that toughness and grit eventually uh, earned him the win. He got a nice uh, Ezekiel choke, uh, no, like a Nogi Ezekiel, which is uh, really hard to perform, but um, he, I, I, he got it twice in that tournament. So Who else did he? Oh, oh that, that's right. He got it on Jericho too. That's yeah, right. yeah that's from right. the bottom position. From the bottom, yeah. It was sneaky, yeah. man. Yeah. It's funny, man, listening to Gavin over there coaching. I was talking to Gavin after, man, and it's one thing I love is, like, listening to good coaches coach. It, it's, like, the way they speak and the way, like, just, like, Jared is very good at that. The way, like, and Gavin, he was, like, just how much fun. When someone's so passionate about it, man, and like, we all are so passionate about it, but, like, Gavin, when he was talking about coaching, like, and, like, uh, just, like, little things, man, like, when he was talking to Abdel, like, oh, you do this every day, man, like, just really good coaching, and it was, it was fun yeah. to watch and be that close to, man, but, yeah, I, Ken told me that as well, too, and uh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I watched the video, and I'm not sure, and I, Ken will probably shoot me for this, but I don't know if the legs were necessarily locked like ken's legs where they locked together um i can't really i i it looked like a 50 50 uh position uh to me i know that ken uh really likes to play uh the sort of backside 50 50 into uh outside sankaku uh mm -hmm. position quite a bit um so, so for a blue yeah. belt, man, the kid's really good. He like he took that in a week's notice too. Jumped in there and yeah, I, I guess Adele just got his purple belt, but uh, he uh, competed uh, before this event. He competed in a like sort of a blue belt a absolute uh, tournament. Yeah, one that I guess got his purple belt right afterwards, and then did the purple one, the purple belt the next weekend which is uh, pretty impressive. And I, I think he got came like, uh, came in second. So like, yeah. that's, that's pretty legit. It's funny. Cause Gavin was telling me that he's like, I'm giving Abdel as a purple belt next week. Is that, will that affect it? The, like come competing in the tournament? And I'm like, no, like that helps like good. Like the, he's a kid's a real deal. Like it's, yeah. you know, you see what he did. The, the, the scene itself is the real deal. Like that's why I get so pissed off all the time when they all these like Team Canada shit. Give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Like yeah. one person from the East Coast is never gets invited. Ridiculous, man. It's all politic bullshit. Anyway, let's move on to the third match. Justice and no, who was the third match? Uh, Frank and Kalatis. Yes, yes. So uh, Frank or uh, uh, Chris Kalatis, uh, he's been around for a while. I was actually his first MMA fight. That's right. That's uh, right too. Little, uh, little extra information there. Um, he has uh, really good uh, wrestling um, and top top position, uh, heavy uh, uh, guard passing. Um, Frank take, took this uh, 
this uh, tournament on short and all this. He's only a blue belt, but did pretty well. But the 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 match really was Chris's match. The win. Uh, mm-hmm. He was all over uh, Frank. Ended up uh, finishing it with a rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He, you know, it's funny though, man. Like again, like you say, Frank, a blue belt, but. A super good one, a real tough one, just like Ken, you know, just like, but Frank's got this style, man. Like he gives me fits. Like he is a a style that he just, it's weird. Like he just keeps coming at you and he's tough. And it's like, I don't know how to explain it, man. And he just really has a a really good guard, uh, really good at uh, reverse Delaheva and getting leg lock entries off that reverse Delaheva. I've rolled with him a number of times yeah. just because uh, one of my good friends, Pierre uh, LeBlanc, is actually Frank's brother. So, And Daniel as well, correct? Yeah, Dan as well. Yeah. And all three of those guys are, are, are stubborn little fuckers, let me tell you. They, just, they don't give up. They don't they give don't up. They so easy. That's right. Yeah. Man. That's so funny because that's exactly what like Frank is. Like I knew he would go in there and give Kalaitis a good – run you know like he would he would go in there without uh you know giving up an inch of anything like he's going to give it his all right and that's what you want like when frank attacks he doesn't stall he's attacking and and uh to go in there with a guy like Kalatus, like craig said it in the commentary i roll with Kalatus lots and you know there's one thing when you can have like uh you know hard super hard rolls but then there's another thing when this guy's a m1 world champion and fought the ufc with like like that's there's levels and he's just he did well. I was really yeah, happy yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was nice for Chris to get in there and compete, man. So we got Christian Savoy, by far the best looking guest you've ever had. Judo, I know. This is the <laughs> second time judo's been on here. Judo's yeah. up. And if you haven't listened, are you still doing the black belt briefings? Uh no, that kind of died off, but uh you never know. It might come back. Yeah. It might come good. back. I like it. It's a good name too. Yeah. Who this Nadia? I don't even want to bring up your comments. I think I have a feeling this is Liam Walsh at our club. I could be wrong. Always oh, East West Crack I Rush. Best recovery for <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with any of that. Uh, <laughs> who was the next one? Uh, I think it was Justice and uh, Jesse, Jesse Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Don't really remember much of that match. Uh, I think Justice got him an overtime, and I believe it was a reverse triangle. But I it could was, be wrong. You're right. Look, look, look. <laughs> it is him. What's up, Liam? I called him. Only Liam fucking hilarious, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Justice. Um, that was an interesting match. I wasn't really sure who was going to take that one because Jesse is very tough, very durable, and uh, you know had a little bit of a size advantage on Justice. So I was interested to see what would happen there. But I think yeah, he took him down like I think right off the bat too, and like stayed on top for a good portion of the match. But Justice is uh, that's one guy that that impresses me a lot because uh, he used to train with me. With, uh, with us at Synergy when I lived in Fredericton. And he was good, but, like, kind of easy to handle in the gym. And mm-hmm. then he started training with Mitch, and he came back uh, to Synergy just for one session to train back in 2016. The mm-hmm. guy was a handful and was yeah. still a blue belt. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah he's been killing it a lot lately, too. Yeah, I think he was one of my favorites to uh, to win the the thing. Yeah, he's really talented, actually, and his legs are massive. Like he's built. I know. You know, he's built for the sport, man. Like, and <coughs> there were so many talented people in that bracket, including yourself. And it was, you know, it's that that match, man, was kind of one like. I kind of was like you said, Justice was definitely one of those guys I was looking at. Like he that would have a possibility of, of taking the whole thing. So anyway, is uh, I saw him make a post that was he took out his first black belt in competition, which was you know that's a cool you know it's that's the thing you, you take the takeaways out of it. Yeah, you know? like you know not it is what it is, man, and you take things away and whatever. 
grow one percent every day. Yep. And everything, right? So, um, who else was there? Then the next was uh, how can I not remember this two days later? Yeah, I know. Uh, I know that. Oh, it was uh, Somerville. Oh, Justin, Justin McKenzie and uh, Mike Somerville. That's right. They were supposed yeah. to do the the bracket uh, a match, and they ended up both wanting to jump in the bracket, which was awesome. Thank you for that, guys. Uh, you know, out, outside of uh, the, there's one thing that I noticed outside of uh, maybe Chris Cletus and the two heavyweights Rob and Jake, all the MMA guys when they heard that they could take off their shirts, they took off their shirts. So it was a bare chested match between uh, Justin and uh, and uh, Mike. Um, I watched that one pretty close because Mike Somerville is a good friend of mine. Um, Great guy. I, it looked like he had a guillotine uh, right off the, the, the bat almost. Um, he pulled guard. Um, Justice went to defend the guillotine, uh, but when he went to defend, he kind of gave up top position, but right away went into uh, an Ashigurami position. Uh, they scrambled a little bit, and then uh, it, he, Mike ended up in uh, just, uh, Justin's uh, closed guard. And mm -hmm. then Justin finished with a tr nice triangle choke. Yeah, yeah, it was. And he, Mike, I think he was trying to get his arm. I, if I, I was watching the video today, but I think he almost got his arm back in there. But it's uh, uh, I can't hear you. Sound went off. How's that? Now, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. My mic went dead. Whew, yeah, you can see my... Um, where are we at? Okay, so uh, we were talking about Justin, uh, Justin and Mike. Yeah, Justin McKenzie, like he's out of SOB down in Cape Breton there, and uh, Mike out of your club. It's it's funny that you mentioned that about the no shirts. That's right. As soon as that happened, they all took their shirts off. And good for them. They're all in good shape. Hey, whoever you're willing to do that, good for you. Get that experience in. There was one decal we had, though, there. Did you feel it? The Old Road Barbecue decal? No. We Oh, maybe I'll have to put those back on. Um, our decal... For old world barbecue it was like uh, sandpaper, pretty much. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I don't know if anybody got any uh, raspberries or anything out of it, but. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The 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 mat, you mean? Yeah, I noticed that it was a little rough. Yeah, just um, that one logo, but I don't know. Did we are we at a you know it's to set up that venue in sixteen hours, man. Like obviously, a lot of, so many people online are like, ha ha, secret location. We knew what it was, blah blah blah. But the point. We all obviously we fucking know that you're gonna know what the location is, but the 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 whole idea is so no one's talking, right? Yeah, the other the other dudes that that aren't in the Maritimes, they didn't know where it was. You know, of course, all of us Maritimers that yeah. are all close knit, we knew where it was, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's well, you got to do it safe, man. Like you know, that's it is, and I thought it was. You know, everybody followed the rules, the protocol, like everything was, I thought went really smooth, man. And so kudos to everybody working together, man. I, I truly mean that. Like when everything takes a team, like that's how it works. Everybody has to work together. You have to train. You have to drive there, show up, eat healthy, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on, man. So it's yep. a team effort. Um, and then the then we had Ben against Sebastian. Yep. And that one went the distance there. Um, uh, didn't really watch too much of it. Uh, ben ended up winning the the decision. I think he scored some points near the end. Yeah. Um, ben pretty much, from what I remembered, Ben pretty much played guard until OT. Uh, once when they got to overtime, um, he he was really pressure, pressing the, the the cage work. And then yeah. got a few takedowns that I think won them the the match. So, yeah, that's that was an added element to uh, sort of uh, the the game is that cage, and it, it was very interesting. I, I I mean, I got fucked up by that element, but <laughs> it was definitely. Uh, yeah. interesting thing <laughs> but that's the thing like for me like i, I have no interest in doing a basic jujitsu show anymore 
Like we've yeah. done, we've done twenty of them. Like that's boring. So yeah. like for for me, it's boring to like in my head, like as a developing thing, right? Like no. so, like you do your tapper tags, or you do. There's a couple other things I'd like to do eventually too, but that element of being in the cage, man, I think is it's a wonderful thing. Everybody really enjoyed it. Like you even talked to Joel. He was like. Oh, uh, you know, like he doesn't do a lot of wall work, you know, like they, like he does, but it's not like it's a main component of training, right? And then here he goes, and he's like, "Man, I loved using the wall, right?" So yeah. it's you're right. It's I loved it. Well, Joel has like a really good uh, sort of wrestling type of style on his feet, so that's going to work well uh, with that sort of environment. Um, I I personally abuse the the wall like a lot throughout my jiu-jitsu career it's just mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a kind of a slow starter and joel just came out strong like yeah guns blazing yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. let's talk about, that match, talk about really. that match because it's next um so i'll talk talk about it from a personal perspective um i felt really really good um mentally uh i was confident uh, I felt the best that I've been in a long time. Everyone that I trained with was like, this is the best I ever seen. Um, had awesome. a good warm up and like the nerves wasn't really bothering me, but I guess like during the match, that's when things started to crumble a little bit. Uh, and it happened very quickly, like just mentally. Um, yeah. uh, he put me against the cage and, and hindsight, maybe I should have fought the single off a little bit, but I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about going to uh, Ashigarami, but it was it was too late. He dropped his weight, and we ended up in Butterfly Guard, and we're so close to the commentators, and I could hear Greg talk, and I was just like, man, this is weird. And then eventually, he just passed, and. And it was over. <laughs> so, you lost, so you were basically lost focus. You were focused on the commentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a, an excuse because, no, like, no, um, no. Uh, I, I faced Joel like three other times uh, before that, and that the outcome was the same. You know, mm -hmm. he, he he's caught me with the same shit. Uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, a little different. Like I could hear him just clearly. Let's let and, and don't like uh, let's not fool yourself and anybody sitting here watching by any means thinking that Joel's some slouch. You know, Joel is is the guy here. You know, if if not the guy, one one of the guys on the East Coast, and uh, you know, lots of IBJJF tournament wins, competed in lots of wins under our banner, Rogue Champion. The guy's done a lot, and so it's it's don't take anything away in that regard, right? And it's that's the thing about it, how quick. It is, you know, you think about one thing, like you say, this commentator, it's weird. And you're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, ah! Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, for sure. It's such, uh, when you go against someone that high level, it's it's those split-second decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, I really shouldn't have pulled guard. I should have fought a little bit more. Because that's what Ben did. Ben, ben defended those takedowns, and, like, he didn't really get that much off offense going. But he 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 got to uh, the full length of the match, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I Joel isn't someone that you want on top of you passing your guard. Yeah. So I should have I should have been a little bit more disciplined with my uh, takedown defenses. But you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda, I didn't, yeah. and that's yeah. the outcome. Yeah, that's it. Well, and that's a for any young athlete out there, you know, getting into our sport. This is this is what a black belt acts like, right here. This is a prime example of a class act. You go in there, you compete hard, you represent yourself well, the sport, the club you come from, well, you take your licks and you move on, and you commend the person. And man, that's why I love you, dude, and that's why you're a wonderful person for our community, and why lots of people love you and look up to you, man. So. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's. So, um, who's that? Then I think this first super fight that was, then was Rob. It's Rob and Jake. Rob and Jake. Thank uh, God they didn't break our cage. <laughs> it was a bit of a slower match. Um, both guys are white belts, yep. and um, 
they're more MMA fighters that prefer like striking, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so grappling was sort of of both of their elements. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think, uh, Jake had top position a few times and that's what won them the, the match at the end. Um, but that, that fight needs to happen again, but with, in the MMA environment for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, cause it's going to be a good show. I think, um, uh, Jake, Jake hasn't fought MMA in a while, but he, uh, when he was fighting, he was, uh, kind of a, a superstar a little bit in the local scene uh, around New Brunswick. And uh, he has a pretty good skill set. Rob also has uh, a good skill set and it's just a tough guy. Like yeah. awesome personality for the sport. Uh, as far as like, he's going to sell, sell, sell tickets. Right. I can guarantee you that my friend, <coughs> I can guarantee you that. That's the thing, right? Like people, you know, some people, I'm sure there's people asking to themselves going, why do these guys get on the card, you know, or, or whatever. I'll tell you why they get on the card because they sell tickets. That's why. Yeah. And second to that, it's experience. Those are two people that they, they work hard. They're, they're messaging every day. Hey, what can we do? How, you know, whatever they're doing, they're promoting themselves. They're, they're putting, they're trying, man. So what the hell? If you're trying, we're gonna we're gonna try too, and you know it's yep. not fighting, but we'll give you that opportunity to get in there, get your feet wet again, you know, get that more cage time, and then we'll do it in February. In my opinion, they both deserve the spot, even though they're wipeouts, right? But they're they're guys that uh they they're really good at self promoting, which is yep. gonna be good for you as a promoter, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the, lots the of thing guys is, talk. Lots of guys talk how much they sell. I hear it every yeah. time. Proof's in the pudding. Yeah, the thing with like the jiu-jitsu community, we're not used to that sort of uh, self -promotion. Oh, no, and, but how I, that's exactly it. And I never, not too often do I ever tell anybody to share anything. I send the no. picture, and that's really all I do. I don't even, like most people just post it. You know, back in the day, I would have, you know, the Facebook chats and stuff, but it's, it is what it is, man. It's jiu-jitsu, right? Like people, it's, but... MMA, you know, you you should be promoting it, you know, like that's, oh, yeah. that's different. When you're an MMA fighter, you're a brand and yeah. you got to put yourself up out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu, you know, it's uh, not always the case. Um, so yeah, that was a good match, man. And uh, I think, you know, the sooner, sooner we can do that, the better. Um, and there's Zach Garcia. He's another guy that's in that mix too. All those three heavyweights and there's a few other guys too. Um Second, uh, the first semifinal was that was Jericho and Abdel. Yep, yep. So um, Jericho came out strong as usual, high paced. Uh, Adele kept on playing with his neck, looking for uh, guillotine chokes. You know, you knew that the choking game was his uh, his game plan, which is smart because I think uh, Jericho would be really hard to finish with a joint lock. I think he's really tough and, and just wouldn't tap right away. Um, and then uh, Jericho had a really good top position, but it was it was such a strange uh, Ezekiel trope that Adele got. It was uh, yeah. from a weird position, but uh, he made uh, he made Jericho tap. So yeah. I, I thought he was going to get out of it there really quick, but um, he didn't. Obviously, and I, I don't know if the cage. Cause they were rolling towards the cage or not. I haven't watched it back, but uh, yeah, yeah. Man, it, was, it was an interesting match and both there's, you know, I don't know. I would like to know. Well, I know Jericho, I think it's like 24. I don't know how old Abdel is, but everybody's yeah. so young judo. It's, it's, it's yeah, crazy. The scene is wonderful. It's just going to get better and better. I had none of these wrinkles in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got some white in my beard too. You oh, can't really see, but I got a lot and you can see it. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the second semifinal was then uh that'd be Kaladis and Drake. Who yeah, man. Oh, and we forgot we forgot Drake's match uh too in the, the Oh shit. How yeah, Drake and Jeremy Henry, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Well, so yeah, Drake Drake finished Jeremy Henry uh pretty quickly. Um you know, Jeremy did a good job, but uh Drake 
drink it was the superstar of the, of the the event you know and uh that match with chris gladys was it was crazy the best match i think of the night really no back question. and forth and um he he ended up winning uh, in overtime with by points yeah yeah it was phenomenal like just absolutely i have one clip here uh See if I can find it right quick and, and show you. Uh, um, where is it? See if I can show it to you here. Oh, that's it. Sorry. Yeah. Just Hard five seconds. It's hard to see. It was just the end of the match, too. It was like two quick transitions. The whole match oh, yeah. was crazy, man. Like, so high-paced. It was just I, – I can't wait to edit that into a highlight. I don't know how you edit that into a highlight video, actually. Um, I remember Drake. Uh, the first time I saw Drake, uh, it was like a few years ago. Um, I think it must have been 2016, 2015. You held a uh, Blue Belt tournament, mm -hmm. and there was a guy from New York that you brought in. Aaron Harris, yeah. Yeah, and I think he ended up in the finals. I can't remember if he won, but I was really impressed with Drake back then. I was like, man, I was like, oh, afraid, because I was like, that guy's going to come back up into the advanced division. I'm going to have to deal with him eventually. Yeah. He's big. Oh, man, he put on some weight because he was, he was a skinny guy. Right, mm -hmm. but he he's been uh he's been lifting weights. I I've seen on his Instagram just him taking pictures at the gym. Yeah, but uh yeah, he put on some some weight, some muscle, and like he's just cardio for days. Yeah, ridiculous actually. Like it's uh it's quite impressive, man. He looked Kalate, and you know that's why I, I you know Kalatus is thirty. I think he's in his forties. No, uh, no. Well, unless he's lying to me, I don't think. I think he's maybe. Is Chris Young is older was, than me? No, I thought he said forty uh, uh, backstage. Maybe he is. forty. Let's all right. Let's spread the rumor. Chris Calais is forty-six. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, Chris <Calais> is forty-six. <laughs> if I got his age wrong, Chris, I'm sorry. I, I I'm <laughs> not saying you look old. It's well, quite the opposite. You uh, still look like a young man. <laughs> you not no, you do look old, Chris, <laughs> and you still will kick my ass. Old yeah, <laughs> no, Chris, Chris. Yeah, man, he is a wonderful guy and, and a and great, another great role model in our community. Who's done a shit ton for our community, man. That is a guy, another guy who's done nothing but so much for me. Like anything I've ever asked him to do, without hesitation, sign gloves, sign that, or do whatever, man. Compete, like he's just an all-around good person, man. So, yeah, it was a great match. Good for Drake, you know. Whatever Chris is forty, Drake's twenty, you know. And Drake had like probably forty pounds on him or whatever, like like yeah. just world world class competitor, right? So, um, all right. So then the next match was uh, Justice and uh, Justin. That's right, McKenzie. Yeah, right. Heel and um, that ended with Justin uh, initiating a leg lock, uh, and I think he went into uh, outside Ashy, but left mm -hmm. his heel open for an inside heel hook, and uh, it was a quick tap. It was, yeah, it was quick. Yeah. yeah, they, you know, Justin is a guy, man. Who either, both of like we already spoke about Justice. I'm, I'm not shocked how well uh, Justice did. But Justin, you know, he's a guy, another guy, he's just willing to do whatever, you know, like willing to get yeah. in there, you know, without hesitation, he was willing to step in there and and always very supportive uh, behind the scenes and, and positive and, and kind about, you know, other clubs and stuff. And that's what you want, man, you know, and he went out there and rocked and did very well and, you know, took out Mike and Justice is no he was, uh, he was at our UFC party in our little corner. He came nice. and walked with us, so. Cool. Yeah, he's a very good guy. That uh, that the group down there, Liam and the crew at SOB, they're good people, man. So, um, and of course, then it was Ben and Joel. Yeah, and uh, Ben did really well against Joel. He, 
He uh, went the full distance against them. Uh, did did exactly what I should have done, which was def- defend the takedowns. He was very uh, diligent on that, um, and had a really good guard. Didn't let didn't let Joel really uh, get a solid position. Uh, he was inverting back to guard quite a bit, and um, by Joel did did what he needed to do to get the the win. Yeah. Yeah, that's. And I, I hear that Ben's super hard to uh, finish, especially with chokes. I heard. Well, Ben, you know that same event you're talking about, the Blue Belt Showdown, a, a name that people I don't know if you remember, but who, so Aaron Harris, coached by Mike Wacker, they drove from New York, but who came with them was Nick Ronan. Do you know that name, oh. Nick Ronan? He's a yeah, Sarah, Matt, Sarah, Jason Rao, black belt. He's oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's competed on Kasai and lots of events now here, but he came down and he he comp- competed against Ben in a super fight, and they went like twenty minutes, and he could not choke Ben. He couldn't. Like oh ben wow! It's like no, not happening. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. It I was interested to see, and and the, going back to Gavin coaching there too, talking about that match um, because Gavin was coaching Ben and Joel, obviously um with piercy and it was nice because you know gavin at the end of it was like ah you know like just like like sportsmanship man like it was just i love that stuff like just good people who like are passionate about the sport win or lose positive and i i, I would have been loved to be a fly in the wall backstage man i really yeah for sure um all right so then we had uh was who's the second super fight oh luke luke st Croix versus hamza from hell yeah yeah, I think uh, Luke finished that with a rear naked choke. Um, don't, Overwhelmed him. Yeah, I don't really know much about both of them. I know that Luke fights MMA, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't know what his MMA record is. I don't know how many fights he has. I don't know. He's got. He's kind of like Drake, though. He's like a young guy. He's put up. Was skinny. You yeah. know. Now he's he's got some muscle on him, right? And cardio for days. Training with and he was plus. one of the shirtless Avengers. <laughs> Should have got a picture of them. Should have got a picture of them all posing in the cage, like yeah. you know, a, a calendar shot for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Hamza, you know, he's from Halifax, BJJ. He's a wonderful guy. Uh, you know, took the opportunity and ran with it. And you know, that's he. He was pretty disappointed in himself. But like I said to him, I'm like, man, like you have not. You should be nothing but proud of yourself. Like yeah, there's, there's no, they're not one person should walk out of this building upset. It's part of the journey. When you have a match, someone has to lose. Yeah. Sometimes it's the other guy. Sometimes it has to be you. And it's the name of the game. Yeah, that's right, man. That's it. And it's like we said earlier, take, take it from guys like judo, you know, like uh, who we just spoke about earlier, how you handled it, right? Like following that lead and get back to the gym. Just work. If you want to be a competitor, if you want to be a competitor, you must lose. It's that simple. Yep. Um, and then first semifinal was Abdel versus Drake. Yeah. And uh, very good match. Yeah, that went went the distance as well. And uh, Drake Drake won. Um, I didn't watch that match, so there's not much. I can really say about it, um, but a lot of transitions, man. Yeah, uh, high Drake, level. Drake was this, like I said, was the superstar of the event. Like, um, we'll get to it, but like, he, uh, yeah, he he was oh, really yeah. impressive, and he deserves it, right? Well, he works hard. you know, let's get right to it. You know, Justice and Jericho, or Justice and Joel, that was the other semifinal. Those guys have competed lots against one another. You know, like the the. One of them was going to come on top, and and uh, you know they were going hard at first, and uh, finished. Uh, Joel finished. I don't know what he got. Uh, Rearney. I don't know what he got. Maybe Darsh choke. I think it was a Darsh choke. Classic Joel Jacquard. Uh, yeah. Darsh choke. Right. So, uh, and then the finals, man. You know, Joel is a guy who you know. He's, again, we spoke about he's won everything. Out yeah. here, they're pretty much is to win. So he's got a couple babies now, or a second one on the way, and a big gym. You know, Halifax yeah. BJJ is doing well. A lot of a lot of different things to focus on, but he wanted to jump in there, and it was cool. I li- I liked seeing Joel back in there because it's been a while that I've done an event and having Joel on board, so it was nice. 
and that was a good good match too. But I was I was surprised because he he took Joel down a few times and like stayed on top. And there was a few times that Joel got on top too and was in good positions, but Drake just stayed calm and waited for his opportunity to escape. Um, and then turned it on the last three minutes and overtime did enough to get the win and he was crowned the champion. And, you know, that, that, that was really good to see for, uh, uh, someone like Drake because he's, yeah. uh, like I said, someone that works hard and is very passionate about, about, about this game, uh, jujitsu. Mm -hmm. I know that he, uh, he he wants to fight MMA and I uh I messaged him uh after the event and I said, Man, you keep it up, I'm gonna see you on TV. I'm gonna yeah. see you in your for real. For real. For yeah. real. Like the kid's a star, man. If and he's got the right mindset, he's got a great family, his mom, uh really good people behind him, and they've always been behind him. I remember every single event she showed up, she's always in the front row, she's always there supporting. Oh him. yeah. She's That's the true. big his biggest fan. That's you know, it, I have her on Facebook, and she she throughout the whole event was like cheering them on, saying, mm -hmm. "Oh yeah, you won this match, you won that match." Yeah, so jujitsu mom, like, and, and she's very uh, very passionate about it, and that's what we love about this sport. You know, we we want more people like that. So, uh, give Nadine a follow and slow slow cook slow cook dreams. I believe is the, Craig Ferguson called it well for business there, but yeah. She's wonderful, and, and like you said, Drake deserves every every bit of it. Not, not, nothing uh, to take away from Joel, and, and Joel said it very well. You know, like uh, I've been competing a long time, and and Drake is a stud, man, and uh, deserves every goddamn bit of it. He took the ring, um, and the coffee. You know, so he grabbed one of these, uh, a whole box, uh, year supply of coffee, and uh, pre workout coffee, and yeah, it's a it was great. It was a great evening, man. And then of course before the main event. We had, uh, I don't want to forget about that one. We had uh, Colton Granthouse from SOB as well and uh, Greg Oichel from Victory at Halifax. And uh, did you get a chance to watch that? Yeah, I think I was watching it backstage. Uh, the guy from SOB, I think, won that match. Yeah. Nice um, judo. Yeah, he has a judo background. Uh, I guess he's going to be in the same event that I'm going to be and fighting Ken Beaton because I was sitting beside Ken Beaton uh, as we were watching that match. Nice. And he's like, nice. Ken was like, holy fuck, this guy's big. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is. He is. Uh, he, well, I think, yeah, I think he was like 165 or something. He's, Ken's like 180 something or 185 or so. He's not that big. But, he's uh, skinny and Buddy's uh, pretty jacked. Yeah, yeah, Colton is. Um, but I was, you know, his judo looked really good. Greg looked good too, you know, like it, it, you take your wins, you take your losses, but they both showed up great guys and great match. And I was happy to have them. So yeah. And, and of course finished with Drake. So it was a wonderful evening, man. Uh, a really, really great evening. And, uh, I think, uh, you know, sky's the limit, man. I think that was a big turn. This year has been a big turning point for our, our company, uh, as, yeah. as weird, as weird as that sounds. Um, you, well, know. you guys pulled through, you know, I, I think this was hard for a lot of businesses, a lot of people that are in the industry that you're in. Uh, but you, you did enough to keep people engaged throughout the, the pandemic. Uh, you and John work really hard. And so kudos to you guys. And, um, and thanks for, for, for doing what you do. Um, you're, you've been the main guy cats, uh, for, for these jujitsu shows. I know that other people have done them. They did a good job themselves, but you mm -hmm. really, you really brought it to the Maritimes and brought a lot of exposure for us. Thank um, you, man. I appreciate so, that a lot. You know, it's, I think you're part of the, the reason why this scene has grown so much and the talent just keeps on increasing. That's it, man. And, and, I, I appreciate that a lot. I really do. And we've had lots of conversations like this and, and if whoever's doing what keep doing it, keep growing, keep being passionate about what you're passionate about and don't stop. Like that's the only way you're going to keep getting better. It's all. And if people say, don't do it, fuck them, do it anyway. If it makes you happy. Awesome. And that's why we do this. John and I love it, man. And we love all of you guys and we love all the girls and everybody in the scene, man. That's what it is. It's our family and 
it's their family for a long time now and it's probably never going to change just going to keep getting better and better right so we're honored to have you man and uh it won't be the last event we do together i can guarantee you that uh hopefully we can bang off a couple more per year and uh yeah man the sky's the limit so thank you john and uh thanks to all our fans out there again this event it was record-breaking for us judo um it was record-breaking pay-per-view it was awesome. our biggest event ever Awesome. Um, which was really awesome for us. And uh, 11 countries watched that event. 11 nice. different countries. Yeah, nice. pretty awesome for a little bumfuck nowhere people from Nova Scotia, eh, folks? Yeah, I mean, you know? the Maritimes are small. Like, not too many people know who we are down here. So that's it. That's it. So, if you're, if you're, I will say, folks, if you are listening and you know somebody in media, why aren't they doing an article? There's no reason. Get in touch. Tell them to be writing articles about us. The jiu-jitsu scene lives. The combat sports scene lives here on the East Coast. We're the only people in Canada doing it, and we're doing it in a positive way. So, uh, all right, Judo, let's get out of here, man. Lots of love to you. Get at that dog. Us. Okay, buddy. Good Lots one. of love, man. Okay, pal. You too. Great episode, folks. Lots of love to everybody again out there listening. Thanks for tuning in to episode 129 with my very good friend, John Williams. Again, I can't say enough about the guy. Uh, we go back a long, long time and, and a guy that I have the utmost respect for and uh, for what he's done for the scene. And, and he's just a, a really great, positive person to be around. So if you get a chance to be around him in the scene or anything, make sure you do so. Pick his brain and uh, get some good advice and uh, get some good roles in. All right, folks, uh, lots of love. We are back, not tomorrow night, the next night, uh, I believe, with Stefan Bonner. Yes, Wednesday night, UFC Hall of Famer Stefan Bonner is on the show. Uh, so yeah, catch the replay. The replay is available Thursday night till midnight. And uh, otherwise, lots of love. Be safe. Be good. Be nice to one another, especially your mom. Goodbye. <laughs>